It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Rams Up, a Los Angeles Rams podcast. We are a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We cover other SoCal sports news of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Season 2, Episode 32 of L.A. Rams Up. Losing track of these episodes between our drops on YouTube, these preseason games getting played on odd days. But anyways, pretty darn sure this is Episode 32. We had a video drop on our YouTube channel late Friday night. We had a podcast drop Saturday morning. Coming back at you now with our regularly scheduled podcast drop Monday morning here on the West Coast. The focus here today, the 53-man roster, I'm going to give you my take on what it's going to look like. Also going to give you some fantasy football insight with respect to the Rams. Note that I did not say expert fantasy insight, just some insight. Some bad news coming out of Ram camp. That injury to Bress was pretty serious. He's out for the year with ACL and MCL injuries. That's tough news. I don't think it's necessarily going to affect the Rams directly this year. I mean, obviously we're losing some depth. He was not going to start, but Bress loses a year of development. So that's really sad. But as we can hope for, he gets healthy and is ready to go next year. 
Daniel Hardy injured is going to have to undergo a procedure on his ankle. I suspect that means he'll be back at some point early in the season. Who knows when? Too early to say. It'll be at least four weeks if he goes on IR. And the Rams cut five players already. They were quick on the draw this time. Kendall Blanton was probably the biggest surprise. He was quickly picked up by the Washington Commanders. I think the Rams included him in the early cuts, doing him a solid given him a chance to get picked up by someone, and Blanton was a playoff hero, and now he's released. Raymond Calais also released. Jerion McVeigh, A.J. Rose, J.J. Koski. Koski waved injured. Rose is one of the guys I liked, but as I said, I don't think he had a real shot at making this roster, but he looks like a very competent NFL back, in my opinion, especially around the goal line. It's a little early for me to tell you what I'm going to be looking at in that Bengal game. I have some ideas already. I'll obviously be excited to see Kyron Williams play. Coming up here shortly, I'm going to give you my 53-man roster take. And a follow-up from that will be some things that we'll need to see in that Bengal game that will affect the decisions I've kind of already made about the 53-man roster. There are some guys that will obviously need to focus on those safeties. Uh, a fourth inside linebacker with Howard injured. Is Jonah Williams going to make the team? These types of questions. But I'm going to save that for our midweek YouTube drop. So please look for that on our YouTube channel. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any drops. But we're going to be back in a minute for my take on the 53-man roster. And that fantasy football insight. promised, I'm going to present to you my 53-man roster for the Los Angeles Rams. Les and Sean, if you're listening, did all the work for you here, saving you some time. And before I get started, a shout out to Tom Quartz, a regular guest on this podcast. Rams beat on Twitter. Had a long chat with him on Saturday about the nuances of roster construction, how the pup list and injured reserve list works, activating players from those lists and from the practice squad. Now, this isn't Tom's 53-man roster. It is mine. But full disclosure, he did a sanity check for me as we walked through this and had some really solid inputs on how this 53-man roster may shape up. So to make this less complicated, we'll go through some assumptions here. Some of these are known facts. Some are assumptions. We're putting Logan Bruss on IR for the year. Daniel Hardy on short-term IR will eventually bring him back, but he's not counting against the 53. Either are Trevin Howard and Quentin Lake. Both those guys will come back eventually. And Bobby Brown, also not on this list, we'll likely see him in week seven. So keep that in mind. When these guys come back, Hardy, Howard, Lake, and Brown, other guys will be moving off this 53-man roster. So The work's never really completely done. As far as that goes, that's just the way of the NFL. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to present to you 49 guys that I feel extremely confident about. We're going to pencil all these guys in on the roster. Then we're going to come back at the end and address those final four spots. And that's where it gets really dicey. Some really tough decisions to make. 
So let's start with the secondary. I got six cornerbacks making this team. Troy Hill, Darion Kendrick, Kobe Durant, David Long, Jalen Ramsey, and Robert Rochelle. Now I'm only going with three safeties at this point. Jordan Fuller, Taylor Rapp, and Nick Scott. We're going to come back to that in a minute, though. Work's not done as far as the secondary goes, that's for sure. And that's where we have one of our toughest decisions to make. Defensive line, Aaron Donald, Marquise Copeland, Greg Gaines, Michael Hoyt, and Ashawn Robinson. There might be a sixth guy penciled in here at the end. We'll come back to that. With Daniel Hardy out for now, four edge rushers, Leonard Floyd, Chris Garrett, Justin Hollins, and Terrell Lewis. And three inside linebackers, Ernest Jones, Christian Roseboom, Bobby Wagner. And we have a decision to make in that regard later on as well. Offensive line. Eight guys to begin with. Brian Allen, David Edwards, Coleman Shelton, Alyric Jackson, Tremaine Ankrum, A.J. Arcuri makes this team. Rob Havenstein and Joseph Noteboom. Again, we'll come back to the offensive line at the end. We have the three quarterbacks, Bryce Perkins, Matthew Stafford, and John Wolford, and the four running backs, Cam Akers, Jake Funk, Daryl Henderson, and Kyren Williams. Just two tight ends, Tyler Higby and Bryson Hopkins. But when you think about this wide receiver group, I wouldn't fret too much about having only two tight ends. And a bunch of wide receivers, Jacob Harris, Tutu Atwell, Cooper Cup, Lance McCutcheon, Brandon Powell, really a kick returner, Alan Robinson and Ben Skowronik, and Van Jefferson. He'll be on this 53-man roster regardless of his availability week one. So remember, I included Brandon Powell there. Not sure if that's appropriate. He's going to be the return guy, and that's about it, as good as this wide receiver group is. And then three special teams guys, in addition to Brandon Powell, you got Orzek, the long snapper, Riley Dixon, the punter, and Matt Gay, the kicker. So I should mention some of the guys that are not going to come up in this final discussion about these final four roster spots. Roger Carter Jr., not going to be on this roster. Chandler Brewer as well. He will be cut. Austin Trammell, one of my favorite guys from preseason, he will be cut. Elijah Garcia will also be cut. Deron Lowe, Tyler Hall, Grant Haley, Keir Thomas, a lot of good players here. Ernest Brown, the fourth, will not make this team. Anthony Hines, TJ Carter, both TJ Carters, actually, and a handful of other guys. Most of these guys actually will end up on the practice squad unless they get picked up. Who might get picked up? I think Austin Trammell might get picked up, and Tyler Hall as well. And maybe one of these linebackers, Kier Thomas, would be a good candidate for that. So who's left over? Who is competing for these final four roster spots. We'll be back in a second to talk about that. Football fans, the next generation of fantasy football is here with Rainmakers Football, the first ever NFT fantasy game from DraftKings. Craft lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and earn points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like daily fantasy football. The next generation of fantasy football is here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now. Sign up with promo code TPPN 
click the Rainmaker's tile and opt in to get your first card free. Plus, play for millions in prizes all football season while building the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmaker's Football. That's promo code TPPN. Build, play, win only at DraftKings. Contest entries dependent on type and number of NFTs held. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Okay, so I've listed the 49 guys that I am saying are going to make this 53-man roster. And I give you a bunch of names, guys that are not. And what about all the guys I didn't mention? And this is where it gets interesting. I've got eight guys left to fill those four spots. And those eight guys are safety Terrell Burgess, safety Russ Yeast, safety Dan Isom, defensive Lineman Jonah Williams, inside linebacker, sometimes safety Jake Gervas, inside linebacker Jake Hummel, and offensive lineman Jeremiah Colonnais and Bobby Evans. What do we do with these guys? Well, I'm going to take care of one guy right away, and I'm telling you, Jonah Williams is going to make this team. They need that six defensive lineman. Now, when Bobby Brown comes back from suspension, the Rams are going to have another decision to make, assuming everybody's still healthy. But for now, Jonah Williams makes this 53-man roster. So now we're up to 50, and we have seven guys left. So let's look at those offensive linemen, Jeremy Colonnais and Bobby Evans. And yes, I'm pronouncing Jeremy's last name hopefully correctly now. Hopefully getting that right. He's out of Fallbrook High School by the way, in northern San Diego County. I think he makes the team. Bobby Evans, I think we've seen enough of him. We've seen enough to know he's not the guy. Now, he still has one more chance. I'm sure these guys will both play against the Bengals. So unless Bobby just has a monster game, I think it's Jeremiah that makes this team. Now, inside linebacker, similar to the defensive line situation, I think we need to keep one more guy and that Guy may only be on this roster temporarily until Treven Howard comes on board. But one thing in Jake's favor here is he can slide back to safety in an emergency. And Jake Hummel, uh, I think he's an old school inside linebacker, kind of like Troy Reader. We really saw him struggle in space in that Texan game. So I'm going to go Jake on this one. Jake makes the team. He's the fourth inside linebacker. And as a luxury, he can play safety as well. So we've added Jeremiah Colonnais, Jake Gervas, and Jonah Williams. We have one spot left open, but we have three safeties there. Terrell Burgess, Russ Yeast, and Dan Isom. And you know what? This is the one decision that I really struggle with. I'm going to go with Terrell Burgess. I think he showed enough last week. He kind of stepped up. Played like they have been waiting for him to play for a while now, I think, since his rookie season before he got hurt. Granted, it was a preseason, but, and this is something Tom Court's impressed upon me, 
When the Rams make these decisions, sometimes it's which guy will make it to the practice squad and which guy won't. Terrell Burgess will likely get picked up by another team if he's cut. Same could be true of the other two guys, but Terrell Burgess for sure. So I think they keep Burgess and hopefully can sneak Yeast and Isom onto the practice squad. Now, with all that said and done, how confident do I feel about this? Not very. These last few guys especially. feel pretty good about Jonah Williams. feel pretty good about Jeremiah Colonnais. The safeties and the inside linebacker, not so much. You could mix and match these guys. Would they potentially carry just three inside linebackers? Yeah, I could see that. Could they maybe release one of the wide receivers or even, dare I say, one of the quarterbacks to make room for an extra player here? Probably not going to happen. I think I'm getting pretty close here to what the 53-man roster is going to look like. But there's always a surprise. We'll just have to wait another week to find out. that time of year again, time to provide you with my insights into fantasy football 2022 with the focus on Los Angeles Rams players. As a Ram fan, I try to grab at least one Los Angeles Ram player every draft. Maybe not a sound strategy drafting with your heart. Nonetheless, try to give you my insight into where these guys are going to go, where Cup, Akers, Robinson, Stafford, and a couple other guys are going to go in the draft, and where you should be picking them, where you should be considering picking them. And I'm telling you, pay attention here. I am the defending champion of my fantasy football league. My strategy was brilliant for 20 years. I laid low, lost year in and year out, got in the playoffs a few times, sure, but never pulled it off. And then, as the commissioner I raised the buy-in from $25 to $50 and smoked everybody. I love it when a plan comes together. Think about the math there before you get too excited on my behalf. But here we go. Cooper Cup. So for reference, let's say this is a 12-team draft. Standard rules. Two wide receivers, two running backs, quarterback, flex player, defense, all that sort of stuff. Let's start with Cooper Cup. Where is he going to go? Well, he's probably going to go... In that five, six, seven range in most drafts. And I wouldn't take him in the top five if you're a Rams fan. I think that's a little high. But back into the first round, absolutely, that would be the ideal place for Cup. If he's still there, if you're drafting seven, eight, nine, go ahead and grab him and then come back and get a running back right away, someone like Nick Chubb or Alvin Kamara. But early in that first round, four, five, six pick, if you're picking him, you may regret it because on the back end, some of those better running backs, maybe all of the top tier running backs are going to be gone. So ideal spot, cup, late in the first round. That's my advice. Now, Cam Akers, I see him around the running back 18 spot, maybe top 40 overall. Now, I'm not sold on him as a late third round pick. But the alternatives at running back aren't really that attractive either. You know, in that group with Akers, David Montgomery, A.J. Dillon, and you pass on a running back like Akers, and you might regret it. 
Now, if you already have your two running backs, uh, obviously there's going to be a handful of really attractive receivers at that spot. So I wouldn't pick Akers as your third running back. Dive into those wide receivers and you'll be fine. And why am I a little standoffish on Akers? Well, you know, he is coming back from that injury. His stats were not that impressive late last year. You know, in the back of my mind, some questions about the Rams' offensive line. Are they going to be able to pound the rock with Akers? Don't know. I'm certainly hoping they do. That's going to be critical to the Rams' success this year. I'm not betting against the Rams. I'm just not convinced Akers is going to be the 2020 version quite yet. Now, Allen Robinson, you know, he's in that wide receiver 20 to 25 area, uh, not in the top 50 overall, probably in that 50 to 60 range. And I think most drafts and rankings have him pegged pretty good, late fourth, early fifth. And that's where I would take him. If you're drafting late in the fifth, I think he'd be an excellent number two wide receiver for yourself. And I might even go a little higher on him, take him a little earlier than that. That's one guy that I think will get underdrafted. I'm really excited about Allen Robinson's prospects in this offense, especially in the red zone. So Robinson is one guy I might take a little earlier than the rankings would suggest. If you really want to ram and he's on your board and you need a number two wide receiver, go ahead and grab him. Grab him around early even. And another guy I might take earlier than the experts are saying is Matthew Stafford. I'm seeing him going as late as the 10th round, even 11th round. I saw one guy take him as his number one quarterback at that spot. I think that's kind of a steal. I think Stafford in his second year in this offense is really going to do well. Uh, His numbers last year weren't too shabby. I think they might even be better this year. Now there's a concern about that wide receiver room early in the year. Van Jefferson uh, still dinged up and uh, no OBJ. Hopefully he'll come around later. But consider that you have Stafford second year in this offense without those guys, and then they had OBJ later in the year. You could be sitting pretty. So I would take Stafford as early as the eighth round as my number one quarterback. If I wanted a Ram and I need a quarterback, I'd jump on that. Now, the other guys I'm not going to talk about, Higby, Henderson, Gay, and the Rams defense, they're all going to get drafted. Take your shot wherever. I mean, Gay would be an excellent guy to grab. The problem with the kickers, there's always a run on them, and you're thinking to yourself, I'm just going to grab Gay as my kicker. And next thing you know, six straight kickers go off the board, and you're left with no Rams on your roster. Higby and Henderson would be decent backups at their positions. You could grab them very late. Uh, So that would be another route. You want to ram on your roster, grab Higby extremely late in your draft. And Henderson's not a bad option either. And a warning here, especially for you new fantasy football players, do not draft Lance McCutcheon. I repeat, do not draft Lance McCutcheon. wanted to mention some other guys uh, that I like outside the Rams world. Everybody's already talking about him. Damian Pierce, the Texan running back, the guy that did not play against the Rams in that second preseason game. I see him at uh, a top 40 running back right now. He's going to get overdrafted, understandably. 
why he would get overdrafted because they're really ranting and raving about this guy. Is the eighth round too high for him? Maybe. That's about where Kareem Hunt, Kenneth Walker, and Ramondre Stevens are getting drafted. I might prefer Damian Pierce at this point over those guys. Uh, he could really pay off big time. A little bit of a risk-reward type thing there. People get really excited about rookies all the time, and then they're extremely disappointed. But I'd take a flyer on Damian Pierce in a heartbeat over these other guys I mentioned. Another guy that you could get probably extremely late in the draft is Isaiah Speller. Now, he's kind of buried on that Chargers depth chart right now, but he was a load at Texas A&M. And now he has an ankle injury in camp. That's going to cause him to slip a little bit. And take advantage of that. Take a shot at him in the 11th round if he's there. The Chargers are looking for someone to round out that running back room, take the load off their number one guy. And Spiller, by late in the year, he's going to be the guy, I think. And I think he's going to have a great NFL career. So grab him late. And two guys I would stay away from. I'd stay away from those Seattle Seahawks wide receivers. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. That quarterback situation there, just not conducive to the, either of those guys producing as expected. I'd only draft those guys if, if they slipped significantly, although I might be interested in drafting Kenneth Walker. I'm going to mention a couple sleepers, but, you know, seriously, if everybody's talking about these guys already, maybe they're not sleepers anymore, but Jerry Judy and Amon Ross St. Brown, those are two guys I really like. So keep an eye out for them. If they come up on your draft board and it's about where they should get drafted, go ahead, jump on those two. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. So that'll do it. My fantasy football preview for the 2022 season with focus on our Los Angeles Rams. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at ramsup.com. You'll find links to all of our episodes and a link to our YouTube channel. And you can also leave us a voicemail from our website. Don't forget to subscribe and give us that five-star rating. It's really appreciated. And remember, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.